guys, welcome to episode 5 of the Brew of the Day podcast. This is crazy, I uh, I never thought that I could actually do this, if I'm being completely honest. I've, I've been so happy with like these episodes that I'm putting out, and while they are reaching a very small audience, I'll admit, they, it is, it's nice to see that there's actual people out there that care, you know? Um, And of course, I do this for you guys, you know, I'm finding information that I think you guys will find maybe funny, cool, uh, or just flat out interesting, you know? Uh, This week's episode, we're going to be talking about supplements, uh, which ones are fake, which ones are good, which ones are better than others at doing certain jobs. We're also going to be talking about certain things in the media, like Super Mario's 35th anniversary, congratulations Nintendo, uh, as well as some body piercing coffee. You guys will catch my drift in about 40 minutes. Anyway, I'll see you all then. Supplements. Uh, you know, what are supplements? Uh, that's a question I've been asking myself a lot recently. Uh, uh, I've been asking, like, are, are these things real? Like, are supplements themselves real? Are they all a scam? Because, don't get me wrong, some of them are horrible, horrible scams. But other others are actually, they're doing what they're intending to do. Now, um, today I'm going to cover three different supplement types. Uh, this is so that we can get a wide variety on the entire spectrum, so that we're not just focusing in on one tiny little thing and just beating it to all heck. Uh, the categories of supplement we're going to be focusing on are stress-reducing supplements, uh, sleep supplements, and then weight loss supplements. So uh, let's let's start talking with our sleep supplements. Now, one of the main reasons I put sleep as a main category here is because uh, if you remember our earlier episode on the podcast, it's about lucid dreaming, you know? We took a deep dive into the world of lucid dreaming, and uh, sleep, it means a lot to me, as you can tell by me researching lucid dreaming. (laughs) So anyway, uh, uh, let's talk about some top sleeping supplements, which, uh, back to what I was saying... Uh, I've used one, and I will give my take on it when we get there. So, number one is CBD, cannabis oil, otherwise known as CBD, is one of the main chemicals found in the cannabinoid plant, also known as weed, for anyone else who was too afraid to say that. Um, Basically, uh, CBD messes around with your uh, endocannabinoid system, which is a complex cell signing system that has... That was discovered in the early 1990s by researchers exploring the effects of THC around uh, another one of the main chemicals in marijuana. So the the system uh, in particular is regulating things throughout your body, like your sleep, your mood, your appetite, your memory, and your reproductive your reproductiveness. You know, sorry, I don't know why that came out so slow. But, uh, you know, this would explain why, when you're under the influence of certain greens, uh, you would also feel sleepy, hungry, and, well, I can't say the third one. Um, 
but yeah, so a, a disclaimer, CBD is a chemical in weed that causes basically relaxation, and it is not psychoactive in any way, shape, or form, so it will not get you high, but it does scientifically provide that calmness and feeds back into your endocannabinoid system, which, keep in mind, is there even if you do weed or not. So it's just something something to think about. Uh, CBD taps into that system and just makes everything work a little bit smoother and you, you're able to go to bed quicker. Things like that just start to happen <laughs> with CBD. So uh, uh, what can I say with CBD? I, I have some personal experience with CBD, if you can say that. <laughs> um, nothing I'll get to uh, touchy on with for this podcast episode, maybe another date. But um, it, it, is, it is very relaxing. It, it is something that if you were to take it maybe 30 minutes before bed, uh, you and you were just lying down in, in your bed, you'd just fall asleep. You wouldn't even have to think about it. Uh, and of course, for some people, that isn't really their thing. Uh, and I, I completely understand that. If it's not your... If it's not your way, don't worry. We have two other great options for you. Uh, melatonin, number two. Or... Yeah, melatonin, uh, number two on our list, uh, is a naturally occurring hormone, actually, that is released by the brain two to three hours before the uh, a person's representative bedtime. So, if I, so I, there's me, right, and I go to bed maybe around like 9.30ish every night, uh, so my body would start releasing melatonin around maybe six to seven o'clock in the afternoon so that by 9, I'm feeling tired and wouldn't want to go to bed. Now, uh, that is how it works naturally. Now, if you have some sort of hormonal imbalance that would cause melatonin to come out of whack, you can always take the supplement. And you can also take the supplement if you don't have the hormonal imbalance. That's what I did. <laughs> but um, basically, uh, it, it, if you take a melatonin sleep aid before bed, take it... 30 minutes before you go, um, and what it'll do eventually is once you, like, go through the bottle and, like, doing the serving size each night, uh, you'll find that you really won't need another bottle after. Uh, me personally, anyway, um, it, uh, with my personal experience, I'd finish the bottle of, uh, melatonin tablets, and then I'd go to bed, actually, every single day because I had the melatonin tablets artificially there to basically establish with my body a rhythm and a like set time for me to go to bed and I would take the tablets every night to force myself to go to bed so when eventually when I got off the tablets then my body would be like oh he should be asleep by now so let's release those hormones and it you know gets melatonin pumping back into your body naturally I honestly think that's perfect. If you can get anything going naturally to where it benefits you, uh, go for it, honestly. There's no other option at that point. Uh, melatonin, you know, is um, also a really good way to combat the infamous jet lag. Uh, I can honestly see that, you know? You get jet lagged, you take a few tablets, you get off the bed, wake up, you feel energized. It's perfect. Because uh, melatonin, you wake up feeling great, too. Like, that's the best part. Um, one brand I want to recommend, like, just, this is literally my favorite brand, is the Ollie brand. 
and it's not just a melatonin brand, it's a supplement overall. They do multivitamins, they do stress relief, they do CBD, they do THC, cannabis, Ollie. It's, it's just a great brand. I currently am a user of their stress relief tabs and their, um, their melatonin tabs, obviously. <laughs> so go check those out. And then, uh, you know, I've been on those for two years. So if you can get, if you guys let me know how you feel on them, you know, for the last few days. Uh, best effects take each tablet maybe around 30 minutes before bed uh, so that they effectively kick in while you're about to go to sleep number three on our list is magnesium no i don't really have much written out about magnesium uh, but it's another natural thing in your body and it assists your body with restorative sleep which is the act of completing a full sleep cycle, which consists of five stages. And um, you'd be at least familiar with one of the stages if you listen to this podcast, because last episode, as I mentioned before, lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming takes place during the fifth and final stage of a full sleep cycle, which is REM, also known as rapid eye movement sleep. Basically, that's when dreams start to come at you. So before we can ta- tackle magnesium, let's tackle uh, the sleep cycle. So our first stage is the light theta wave sleep. This is the dozing off stage, uh, which usually lasts around five to eight minutes bef- uh, before you enter the next one. You're really sleeping, but not quite there. Uh, our stage two is true light theta wave sleep. Uh, this stage is when your body starts to actually fall into sleep you start to feel more subdued, your temperature drops, as well as your muscles beginning to relax. And this lasts for 10 to 25 minutes. A longer, uh, a longer feeling, of course, but, uh, you know, all is welcome. <laughs> uh, light delta wave sleep is our next stage. Uh, this stage of sleep is where uh, the term deep sleep comes from. It's, it's real hard to wake someone from this kind of slumber, you know? This is the part where they're like really, really like, hey, if you wake me up now, I'm going to be up. But if you don't wake me up, I'm going to bed. Uh, and then this is the final stage, rapid eye movement, REM, R-E-M, dreaming. <laughs> Uh, this is my favorite stage. This is the two to three hours before awake, before the person becomes awake. Uh, when dreams are happening, your eyes are moving and you could possibly even go lucid. Look at me, last podcast episode for that. While I've n- never personally experienced this supplement, magnesium, I can see from the research that I've conducted. Uh, or that I have looked at, excuse me, I have not conducted any of this research. Uh, uh, But it's just like our previous supplement, melatonin, it will help your body go to sleep naturally. Uh, And that's kind of the thing here at the root of the day. If it's natural, take it. Yeah. Next on the list is the top weight loss supplements. Um, let's kick this thing off in the high gear. Oh god, if you can't tell by the tone of voice already. Uh, I don't really favor this topic at all. Or this particular version of the topic. Uh, Hydroxycut, number one. The weight loss supplement is one that is used for about a month 
or one that I used for about a month and saw absolutely no fucking results at all. Uh, it's one of the main reasons I'm making this episode to see which ones are scams, which ones are not. Uh, Hydroxycut, what it's supposed to do is it's a derivative of caffeine. It implements other things, uh, like, like a, it, I believe it also doubles as a multivitamin, uh, but it m- mostly uses caffeine to boost your metabolism. And it does work. It does do its job, but only for the short amount of time that caffeine can. You know, if if you're already drinking coffee, like, on a daily basis, which if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are, um, the caffeine has, is probably a, something that keeps going in and out of your body. So your body's used to it, but... Uh, the whole purpose of this supplement is to speed up your metabolism using caffeine. So you've technically already used up this supplement before you've even bought it. Uh, so it's not even worth it. You know what I mean? Like, the, the science is there, and I can see why people want to explore this, but it's, it's also just like, just do a little bit of research and you'll see... Just, just, just don't touch it. it, it it's just bad. <laughs> um, and especially with this number two spot, the thermogenic burn. Uh, thermogenic burn. Thermogenic burn. Uh, one more time. Thermogenic burn. <laughs> this uh, infamous, less than famous supplement uh, is sold by a less than loved ver- uh, person in the fitness world. Chances are, when you look up a fitness video on YouTube, like a tutorial or, uh, you know, uh, five minute legs or whatever, you'll see this guy pop up before a video, you know, the, man, have you, uh, you, you do this and you'll be just like all the Hollywood guys. Uh, this is one thing that the Hollywood has been trying to keep away from you. Watch this video and click the link below to figure out what it is. Yeah, he's, he's that guy. Literally, he is that guy. I'm talking about the infamous, the infamous Vincent V. Man. <laughs> That's what I call him. He's from V Shred. Vincent. Vince. Vince McMahon. <laughs> uh, now, I'm not even going to talk a whole lot about this guy because this whole thing is a scam. He lures you in with his ad, and then next thing you know, you're sitting in your room. It's one in the morning. You're watching a 45-minute long just precursor video. That's just the precursor video. And halfway through, he goes, yeah, yeah, if, if this is you, you click this link, finish this video, and then go to that video, which will send you to two more videos. <laughs> he just keeps shoving things down your throat, and he keeps saying, like, you need this, but you also need this, and this thing will contradict this thing. Are you confused? Because so am I. Um, it's very strange. It's funny. It's weird. Uh, he's a he's a crazy guy. Uh, I don't like him at all. <laughs> um, he, he says one thing and means the complete other, you know? Do not trust this guy. The V-Shred brand is horrible. Do not go anywhere near it. It is something that should be thrown away. <laughs> that whole thing is just something that needs to be forgotten about. Now, number three is a weight loss supplement that I'm okay with. This is the one supplement that I am, or the one weight loss supplement that I'm perfectly cool with. Green tea. <laughs> uh, now I know this is probably sounding weird, but yeah, just green tea. 
Uh, green tea has a flavonoid called catechine, I believe is how you pronounce it, uh, which can help you lose excess weight that is hanging around the scale. That extra two and a half pounds, half a pound, stuff like that, it'll kick it off the scale. Uh, now, it's a more natural way to lose weight, so it's going to take a week or two to actually kick in the high gear. But uh, I promise you, I have, I'm someone who drinks so much green tea, like natural green tea too, on a daily basis. It, it just, you see all of these benefits come together. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, now, another thing, find, find an actual green tea, not just some like, don't just use this as an excuse to go to your local 7-Eleven and grab some Coca-Cola brand green tea that is mostly sugar, you know? <laughs> Actually, take time and find tea leaves or grow your own tea. Uh, tea. But find tea bags that are, you know, you, you know where they come from, you, you know what's going on with them, you know what's going in them, so that you know what you're getting out of them. Uh, I personally prefer the, uh, the Market Pantry. Target brand the green tea bags. I've been using those for the past two years, and I've been having an amazing experience. Uh, they've been helping me kick off those two and a half pounds, or lose those two and a half to a half pounds uh, on the scale uh, every week when I'm weighing myself. So it's it's good, you know. And uh, you do have to do these things coupled with healthy eating and exercise, which is a given, because all these supplements like. If you're finding a supplement that says that you can do it without healthy eating and exercising, then that must be the shred, <laughs> Vince McMahon. But in reality, you have to find that balance of supplement and healthy eating and exercise because nothing can be done without the healthy eating and exercise. Mostly the healthy eating, though. The exercise you can probably get along without, but just healthy eating and putting your body with coupling it with just amazing nutrients, you know? Those are things that will just really help you with this. And then, uh, green tea has also been proven to help with things like, uh, speeding up your metabolism, lowering your risk of cancer, reducing bad breath, preventing type 2 diabetes, and finally, preventing cardiovascular illnesses. So, that that's pretty cool, you know? That's a lot, a lot of things that, you know get benefited from just from drinking a, some green tea and every day and I have a, a nice bottle I'd say maybe it's like a gallon it's a gallon bottle yeah uh, and I, I put like a tea bag or two in the bottom in the morning I fill it up with water from my faucet and I can shake it up and drink it throughout the day you know that's my green tea fix you know it's perfect it works that's what I've been doing you know uh, but at the end of the day, it's really just finding what fits for you. Finding the perfect balance of things that make you happy. Okay, it's time for our third and final section in the supplement reviews. Uh, we're going to be looking into stress-reducing supplements. Um, our stress-reducing supplements are really cool. What Basically what they do is they provide your body with more of the nutrients that you need to basically just calm you down. Things like melatonin, uh, thionine, and glycine. Uh, glycine. I think that's how you say it. Uh, but let's kick the list off, shall we? Uh, number one is L-thionine. 
I believe that's how you say it. Essentially, L-thionine cr uh, crosses the blood-brain barrier and has the ability to modulate uh, the inhibitory neurotransmitters, selective serotonin and dopamine to bring out antioxidant or antioxidant and calming effects. Uh, this is an amino acid found inside of tea leaves. So basically, you can find this supplement in teas like uh, uh, green tea, black tea, and white tea. Um, less a lot of colors. Uh, 21 studies with uh, 68,000 participants show that people who drank tea with L-thionine in it for the study, they used green tea. Uh, they showed that they had improved memory, reduced anxiety, and better attention spans. However, green tea also contains caffeine, which may or may not have messed around a bit with some of the results. But some of the evidence, or most of the evidence, still suggests that L-thionine uh, itself may still help diminish stress. Uh, you could buy straight capsules or of the stuff, or you can go down or go down the more traditional route and just purchase some teas that are high in L-thionine. A product review on the uh, of the new the NutriCost L-thionine 200 milligram capsules uh, from Joyful Heart on milligram uh, on Amazon says that L-thionine provided a confidence boost in the morning and kept that them feeling nice and calm throughout the entire freaking day. I don't know about you guys, that sounds absolutely amazing, uh, but there's this other review, uh, while another review from RV Brown said that the product does nothing and might as well be a placebo, but then goes further to say that it's worse than a placebo, because at least the placebo would have the placebo effect. Now essentially, if you don't know what the placebo effect is, is uh, it's when a doctor will give you a blank pill, it's just nothing. It literally does nothing. And you take it, but your mind's like, oh yeah, it, it'll fix it. And like you subconsciously like kind of fix the problem, but not fully. Uh, that's the placebo effect. Um, now that review there is again, one of the reasons I'm making this podcast episode, because there's a lot of different varying reviews. Um, and the reason I think it's like that is because sometimes companies, especially supplement companies, will have uh, different journalists and reviewers review their product in a favorable manner. Uh, in turn, those journalists and reviewers get more money back from the company. So, you know, I wish there was a way that we can, like, live without those reviews and just get the cold hard facts. Uh, because when you get those five-star, four-star reviews, and you have, like, the three little uh, thorns in the side of the company that are, like, one-star reviews, that seem very truthful. Truthful. They're short and sweet. They're not, uh, they're not formal. They're just like, yo, this thing sucked. What the hell is this? Don't waste your money. Anyway, on to number two, uh, glycine. I'm just gonna say it like that for the rest of the podcast, because I am not sure how to pronounce it. Uh, just like L-thionine, this amino acid helps eliminate stress. Uh, the way it gets rid of stress is by assisting your body uh, to get a well-rested sleep and providing a soothing calm effect throughout your body. Uh, glycine also lowers your body temperatures, which promotes sleep and calm. Uh, people who took just three grams of glycine experienced less fatigue, more awareness the, fo the following morning. Um, this is one I will be sure to follow up on someday with a personal review. Stuff that has lots of glycine in, in it are meats like fish and eggs, dairy and legumes. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that wrong on purpose, I swear. But basically, it's beans and grain. Uh, your diet should typically... Your daily diet should give you around 2 grams to 3 grams of this stuff. Uh, so, 
you may already have a head start when it comes to this stuff. And I, I am definitely, definitely going to buy some capsules or try and find an actual way to implement glycine into my daily routine because this sounds amazing, you know? Who doesn't want to be calm throughout the entire day? That sounds absolutely perfect and maybe just a little bit too good to be true. But hey, that's what I'm going to review it for. Um, third and Our third and final supplement for the entire podcast is melatonin. Well, 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 look who's back on the list. Because melatonin helps you establish a good sleep schedule, it would also come as a given that it aids with reducing stress by providing you the ability to take a full night's rest and be all charged up for the bright and exciting day ahead of you. Now that, that I could not have worded that any better. Uh, with sleep, sleep is the foundation of everything. Uh, depending on how much you sleep, that's going to make your next day. If you get an hour of sleep, your next day is going to be shit. You get maybe uh, six to eight hours, your day's going to be pretty good. And I'd say that with melatonin, using that, that'll definitely keep your stress levels very low. And again, I use a lot of melatonin, so uh, I can confirm that this is, yeah, this is very accurate. Uh, uh, melatonin is honestly a really, really good supplement. It is the one supplement that I feel completely comfortable with taking um, every night, knowing that it's actually going to do what the bottle says it's going to do. And I'm not sure, I might look into this for another episode, but I'm not sure if it has to do with costs, if it has to do with just like the ease of access for the companies or ease of access for stores and consumers. Um, But, you know, just something about melatonin is amazing. Um... And I wonder if there's a diet out there that kind of just perfectly balances a lot of, like, multivitamins and supplements just perfectly. Not perfectly, of course, because nothing's perfect. But I I just wonder if there's a diet that, like, does its best to try and at least provide you with the most supplements as possible. I mean, I know me, I, my diet typically is, like, a protein in the morning. Uh, and that could help with glycine, you know, like, uh, I do a lot of, I do eggs and, uh, orange juice in the morning with a side of toast for carbs, and then for lunch, I do proteins only, which typically is, like, a steak or, like, a ground beef salad, or not, not a ground beef salad, um, it's, it's, it's either a steak or just some ground beef in a bowl, uh, cause I am a Hispanic and we do have some pretty decent ground beef recipes, if I do say so myself, um, and then dinner typically uh, includes uh, some sort of potato, which is a amazing good carbs, a piece, another piece of bread for some just normal carb, and then uh, protein, which I typically like to do fish at night, and that also, again, can help with my glycine. Uh, so, and then I also, you know, drink green tea throughout the day, uh, and then I have a cup of coffee in the morning. Uh, I think I just told you my whole daily routine uh, when it comes to food. So, you guys can give that a shot if you'd like. Um, maybe it'll give you some good results, but everybody, everybody's different. We all have different needs. Uh, if I were you, talk to a doctor or someone that I'd like to... Sorry about being cut off there in the last segment. My headset died, unfortunately. But as I was saying, everybody's needs are different when it comes to supplements. Never buy every single supplement and then just take them all because you might be overdosing on certain things. What I would ask you guys to do is maybe go to the GMC and ask um, someone there what they think you need, or better yet, go to a doctor 
and like actually see what's going on over there they can actually get a blood test done and tell you what things that uh, you may need to look into and if it's a serious issue then the doctor will prescribe um, a heavier dosage to you uh yeah i guess that's really all that got cut off there so uh sorry about that So I went ahead and did a little bit more research on my favorite supplement category, which was the sleep category. Uh, so these are some third-party research uh, examples for each supplement, melatonin, CBD, and magnesium, in that order. So let's kick it off with melatonin. Accord and all of these facts are coming from, or for melatonin at least, is coming from ncbi.nlm.nhi.gov. So, exogenous melatonin, as, per, as both prescription and over-the-counter pills and tablets, has become one of the most frequently used, or frequently used and requested non-prescription sleep aids due to its regular regulatory role in internal timing of biological rhythms, including promotion and regulation of sleep. Melatonin is something that's already in the body, so we know that the effects are real. And by taking melatonin, you are just encouraging your body to follow a sleep schedule and in turn reap the health benefits. So there, that's just enforcing everything that I said about melatonin uh, in my own take on things. So most of these are just sources backing up what I've said. Uh, moving on, let's talk about CBD. The following info is derived from zagocare.org and based on research for CBD use with medical illnesses. According to zagocare.org, CBD falls under a medical category called CAM, also known as complementary and alternative medicine, things that are not proven to aid you medically, but people say that they do, and some evidence is provided. Some examples would be marijuana, green tea, um, there's one more, I can't, uh, certain, yeah, just uh, marijuana, green teas, uh, certain at-home remedies, all of those things, like your grandma's soup, stuff like that. Um, so, uh, preliminary evidence that CBD could help um, Alzheimer's disease, cancer, psychosis, Parkinson's uh, disease, and other serious conditions, uh, and pain relief, uh, all have been shown uh, that, you know, from the pre preliminary evidence that it can help with those conditions. And I think personally that I would take it because like I said before, CBD does not get you high. There's no risks with taking CBD that are that detrimental, like uh, with smoking marijuana. Uh, so it, it, I honestly might give this one a shot. Um, and then moving on to our third and final sleep supplement, magnesium. The following information is derived from the Mayo Clinic. Uh, most people aren't getting enough of this uh, supplement, magnesium, but before you head over to that local GMC to buy some capsules, please take note that eating a few magnesium-rich foods every day can actually get you to your daily recommended dosage. And before, in my take, I said 3 to 4 grams is perfect, and you can get those 3 to 4 grams by eating things like nuts and beans. Though, just like maybe like a simple bag of almonds every day you know just do that and that'll get your magnesium levels up naturally and here if you can get it done naturally then that's perfect because natural is better
So, what can I say about supplements overall? Well, we know that the supplements themselves work and do provide some sort of benefit to the human body, but it's where you get your supplement from that determines if you're actually going to get what you paid for. If I were you, I'd stick to natural supplements like coffee or green teas, which are high in lots of good vitamins, minerals, and supplements. <laughs> um, if, if you buy the natural foods that have those supplements in them naturally, you are guaranteed to get those benefits. But if you buy the tablets, you're going to have to do a lot, a lot of research to make sure that you're not getting scammed by a Vince McMahon. That's my summary on the whole topic. Thanks for sticking around for this big ol' segment. This week's media update, uh, wow, we have a lot of news coming from Nintendo this week. We have, um, there's Super Mario 35th Anniversary going on, which, like, that's so cool. You know, like, Super Mario's been such a big part of my childhood, and they're re- actually remastering, <laughs> uh, they're making this remaster collection called a, uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which, uh, the All-Stars title is from... Uh, back in the Super Nintendo days when they released Super Mario All-Stars, which was just a uh, remaster of the first three Super Mario games, as well as the second one in the uh, North North America, and then the, uh, the second one in Japan. So the, they've remade those 16-bit remakes really good, and now they're bringing us three not completely remade, but just retouched versions of some timeless 3D Mario classics. Number one, we have Super Mario 64, which is obvious. Uh, it was gonna be here regardless of what anyone did. I, I, um, I, I really, really wish they gave this thing the Crash Bandicoot uh, treatment, because with Crash, we saw them completely, completely, completely rip this game up and then rebuild it. Just tear it down and rebuild it to this huge and like amazing thing, and it, and it looks perfect and beautiful in the system that it runs on. You know, they took advantage of today's hardware and did what they couldn't back then, because they that was cutting edge graphics. Because back then you got to think about it, games like Crash Bandicoot and Super Mario 64, those were the cutting edge. Those were like the 4K of that time. But now uh, it's not. So Crash Bandicoot updated those games, but with Super Mario 64 uh, and the 3D All-Stars, we don't see that same upgrade inherently. Um, they do retouch a, a few things. They they get rid of some bugs, uh, so the game's like actual skeleton is working better than it was uh, back then. They retouch textures. If you look at Mario's eyes and promotional uh, material from or from now, you see just like the clear, crisp textures of his eyes, mouth, all of those details. But if you look back to like video, like. Uh, footage of a like an OG Nintendo 64 running uh, Super Mario 64, you'll see it, uh, how everything looks digitized, everything's like pixelated, and even the, the his eyes, uh, so they fix those, but even the, uh, like the icons on your screen, your HUD, your heads up, your heads up display, all of those were very digitized, and they all went through and fixed that in this version. 
of the game, as, uh, with Super Mario Sunshine, which is the next game that they had on there, I I'll admit they didn't really have to do much, because that game does already look pretty nice, uh, maybe just retouch some textures a bit again, which is, yeah, that's what they did, they just retouched up some textures, they remastered cutscenes, which brings us into Super Mario Galaxy, which is... Uh, been on a hot topic. Even Super Mario Galaxy 2 has been trending on Twitter because of its uh, exclusion from this 3D bundle. But the Super Mario Galaxy actually is the one that gets the most, uh, like, the, the most you know, out of this, you know? Which you'd think it would have been Super Mario 64, but, you know, whatever. So, Super Mario Galaxy is getting not only the texture re redos, but it's also getting cutscene redos. Complete, like, with, with uh, like, complete rebuilt cutscenes. Like, with Super Mario Sunshine, they just remastered them. They touched them up a bit, made certain places look not so trash. But with Super Mario Galaxy, they really went in and remastered everything. Because when the cutscenes ran on the Wii, uh, they were... Um, how do I say this? They were pre... They weren't pre-rendered. Or... They ran in-game. Like, they were actually part of the game. Like, the game didn't just play a pre-recorded thing. It was just actually happening. So when they go in to make it for the Switch, they have to also, again, do that same thing. Uh, so that's how they remastered those. Uh, we're also getting motion controls usage through the uh, right Joy-Con controller. Uh, instead of, like, using the pointer controller that the Wii had, uh, because everybody was saying, like, how are you gonna play Galaxy if it has the cursor? And they came up with using motion controls with the right Joy-Con. Um, I'm not 100% sure how it'll work out with the, uh, Nintendo Switch Pro controller, because I have one of those, I'm holding it in my hand as we speak, um, and it does have motion controls. It, it does. It has HD rumble, normal rumble, uh, motion controls, the package deal, you know? Um, that's the whole point, so are we gonna be able to play Super Mario Galaxy with it? I mean, I think it'd be cool to have to, like, move the whole controller and not just, you know, the right hand. I feel like that'd be cool if you had to, like, grab, do one of those grab stars from one of those galaxies in that game. You would have to hold A and then, like, move your controller and then physically drag it down. That's, that's a motion I can see myself doing a lot in, like, rage, just like, won't it work? But I digress. It's, you know, th th this game is really been like a lot of people's worlds for the past week. Uh, so that's it's something that's, you know, media wise, it's happening. So this is the second part to the media update because uh, w once I finished recording the first part, um, some more news came up with the Super Mario 3D World remake, uh, that it, or remaster that is coming out next year, I believe, uh, in the first few months of 2021. I know it's coming out before March, uh, but basically they're completely remaking this game, uh, remastering this game. Uh, they're porting it over from the Wii U, which already on that system had great graphics, and I'm sure it'll run just as well on the Switch. Uh, I, I've actually heard rumors from many uh, YouTube channels like uh, Switch Stop, Game Explain, that it's going to run like three times as fast. It's going to be amazing. Um, but the main thing I want to talk about here is multiplayer. My god, Super Mario 3D World had some of the 
best multiplayer experiences on the Wii U. I remember always going to parties and we'd either be like, all right, Monopoly, Uno, Mario 3D World. And every time it was 3D World and we had a freaking blast. It was amazing. And one thing that I wished it had was online multiplayer. But Nintendo at the time was not known for their multiplayer uh, as much. So now that the Switch is out and Nintendo's starting to dip their toes a little bit more in the online gaming spectrum... Um, I mean, it's it's a rocky system, but, like, it's gonna work so good. They're doing, finally, online multiplayer with Super Mario 3D World. And I believe it also carries over to the Bowser's Fury uh, additive DLC that comes out uh, along with the game. So I am super, super excited for that. Um, I'm... I just wanted to let you guys know. I did not want you guys to miss out on that little tidbit of details. Also, there are rumors... Uh, rumors, speculation, so none of this is uh, completely true. Take all of the following with a grain of salt. Uh, there are rumors that a Switch Pro is in development. I know, this sounds like 2019 all over again. But, um, there there are more, there's more evidence than last time. Because now we have received patents from Nintendo of like a remodeled Joy-Con that can't attach to anything not even the grips maybe they'll make separate grips for these controllers but they're kind of like a completely ovaled out shape you know and and it's like a rectangular oval um and it's just the basic joy con buttons and everything it looks sleek and sexy uh i'm sure it'll be amazing uh no matter what nintendo does uh, and also, more evidence for this is Nintendo, um, it's, uh, another rumor is going around that Nintendo is starting to ask third-party developers and themselves that are uh, developing games for the S- Switch from this point forward to start uh, preparing these games for 4K. Now, that's, that's big news. 4K Switch games? My god, imagine Breath of the Wild in just glorious 4K that would look so phenomenal and just amazing and beautiful. You know, the graphics in that game were already really good and fit perfectly with the art style, but just 4K, man. And also there's rumors of ray tracing as well. Ray tracing is something that Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 are doing and PCs started doing it as well. Uh, and Nintendo's always been a little bit behind, but they've made up for it in like technology technological innovation you know with the Wii we had motion controls and with the switch we had you know portable and at home gaming so now they're finally going to catch up with the specs with these this switch pro which is also rumored to be a a home only system uh similar to how the switch Lite was a portable only this is going to be a home only so that's a good contrast and i think that balances out the market uh where you have a a portable-only option, a home-only option, and then a mixture of the two. Me, personally, I prefer my Switch to actually, you know, Switch. So I'm probably just going to buy a new Nintendo Switch, because mine right now is a little worn down. I've had it since release. It's an original Switch. So I'm either going to get it repaired or just buy a new one and then transfer all the save data via the cloud. Anyway, that's all for this week's media update. For this week's artist segment, we're going to be taking a look at an amazing, absolutely phenomenal indie band called Pomplumas. 
These guys started off humble, just a young couple making music together, and as time progressed we see them both grow so much. They make song covers and some of their own original songs, which may I add are absolutely phenomenal. In all of their YouTube videos they use this technique called video songs, a medium created by Jack Conte which I am probably mispronouncing the name of and I'm very very sorry. Um, uh, with two, two rules, two rules that those video songs follow is what you see is what you hear, so no lip syncing for instruments or voice. And number two, if you hear it at some point you will sear it, or er, sear it, uh, see it, no hidden sounds. That's a beautiful way to make music, I believe. So what I'm going to be doing on this segment is taking four original songs and four covers and just giving my take on them. We're going to start off first with I'm the Shit, and I apologize uh, in advance for any poor audio qualities. I'm still working out the kinks with this software. So without further ado, a little sneak peek into I'm the Shit. Alright, there's that 30 seconds of the first song. Um, let me get to my notes. So this song, oh my god, this song is so good. It's just so groovy and funny, and I, I would love to dance all night to it. Uh, Jack is famous to me for his super expressive face, and I honestly love it, you know? Like, it, it shines in this song's music video, too. It always cheers me up listening to these guys, because the energy you get from each and every piece is so positive. If uh, I could describe this piece, it would be hooded out and gangstery. The next song is It's Like You're Always On My Mind, one of my personal favorites of Pomplamous. Well, thank God that happened at 30 seconds exactly. Uh, so, it's like you're always on my mind. This is one of my favorite, favorite Pomplamous songs. That may, might, that maybe might have to do with the fact that it's the second song I've ever heard from them. Uh, after Something About Us. But nevertheless, the song is just a 10 out of 10. The song is also funny and tells a really cool story. And I love the line, If you think you're trash, then I guess I'm a seagull. Because that, that just puts the icing on the cake. Our next song is How It Ends. One moment, just some technical difficulties. There you go. Sometimes I wonder if you're the only 
Now that is 30 seconds of how it ends. Um, that, one second again. Uh, this breakup song, or confrontation song, is super laid back at the beginning, and it's honestly a vibe, you know? The lyrics are clever and funny, and Jack absolutely slays on that piano. Toward the end of the piece, everything gets a lot faster and energetic, and ooh, that ending. You're gonna have to listen to the song yourself to hear that. Uh, the next song is another one of my favorites, Slow Dance. That's the 30-second mark. Uh, I, I hate to have to cut these songs off, but, you know. Uh, this is the most relaxing song on the planet, hands down. Whenever you're feeling anxious, play this, and I can promise you, you will be soothed into a state of pure relaxation. The lyrics are also very mellow and chilled, so just stacking onto this song's aesthetic. <laughs> Alright. Uh, moving on to these song covers. Now, they are. I really love their Daft Punk covers because they just take a whole new vocals take on their songs. Now, we're going to start off with a Digital Love. Man, I hate that we have to cut it off, dude, honestly. So, in the beginning of this piece, Natalie, who is the lead singer, uh, Natalie and Jack are the couple who I... Yeah, they're married now, so that's good. Uh, uh, Natalie uh, sings with almost a blank expression, which adds to the piece's feeling of pure love, you know? The backup vocals throughout the song are on point and, perf and perfectly harmonized with Natalie, and it... Don't even get me started on that guitar solo, oh my god, that could even rival the one created by the French music meisters themselves. The piece has an overall ethereal feel. Now, this next song you may be familiar with as it's by Madonna, Like a Prayer. Now, I believe the Pompolamus puts their own unique spin on this song that just makes it their own. Alright, sorry, I went a little bit over 30 seconds there, just because you, you, at 30 seconds, not even the vocals started, but, 
like a prayer uh like a prayer's original version by by madonna sorry is one of those feel-good songs and this cover does that total justice the remix of this chorus uh, instrumental is a brilliant way to update the song for a brand new generation. Now this next uh, song is another Daft Punk cover uh, called Something About Us. You may have heard it. It's one of my favorite songs by Daft Punk and one of my, or it's my very first favorite song uh, by Pomplamoose. So we couldn't get into the vocals, but we did hear a little bit of the opening vocals. Uh, God, I love the bass on that song. Uh, the whole song just has a, such an amazing vibe on its own. So when you add the amazing vocal work of Natalie Dawn, Natalie Dawn, and you create this wonderful story that is told with such a with this phenomenal piece of art. And even if it's a cover, Jack and Natalie add so much to it that they make the song their own. In addition to special instruments like the uh, the Mark Sufone, I believe that's how you pronounce it, uh, that Jack plays toward the end, it gives the piece this chilling and magical feel that adds to the touching lyrics of the Daft Punk's masterpiece. This next cover is a song that everybody should be familiar with, and that is September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. So that song, it, it's one of their first, or not one of their first, but it's an older song cover that they did. First and foremost, I'd just like to say that Jack absolutely kills the piano. I loved the song so, so, so much because of that amazing piano work at the beginning, and you could really hear it. The visual style of the video is absolutely uh, outstanding with this sort of mashup of different singing tracks and videos added to, uh, to the overall feeling of this awesomeness that this piece is and you can hear like actual like kids instruments too like a uh, xylophones and uh pian tiny little pianos and in the music video uh jack's drum set on the bass drum he puts a little muppet on there and every time he taps the pedal the muppet freaks out so it's really cool overall i'd just like to say that pomplamoose has been such a big part of myself recently uh like i said in the first comeback episode I've tried to find myself for the past two years, and I, or two years, for the past, like, few months, um, and Pablo Moose helped me with that, you know, they helped me really find out what I was, and, uh, how I could, like, truly express myself via this podcast as well, so, everything's just doing great. Really quick, I'd just like to say, uh, Moose, if you're listening. I heavily doubt you are, but it'd be so cool if you were. 
if I'd really like to interview you two, uh, Jack and Natalie. It'd be so nice to just to get to know you guys a little bit more, ask you questions about like how it was like being newcomers in the music industry, how you rose to the position you're in now, uh, just how everything works. That'd be so cool to get to know. And also, I'd like to apologize for all the music in the last segment being very quiet. Um, anyway, thanks for listening to this little disclaimer bit. Uh, let's continue with the podcast. Okay, so going along with today's theme of health and wellness, this week's brew of the day may be something to look into. Brew Bulletproof Coffee. This drink was created by Dave Prey in an effort to provide a nice creamy coffee to people who are always trying to go keto. This drink is made of coffee, brain octane MCT oil, two tablespoons of grass-fed or unsalted butter, uh, for best results, find whole coffee beans and grind up just before usage. Now, what this coffee does is it triggers weight loss by way of ketosis, a metabolic state triggered by the lack of carbs that kicks fat burning into overdrive. It kills pesky cravings and boosts cognitive function, mainlining a shining dose of mental clarity into your foggy morning skull. This is a phenomenal idea because I know a lot of creams have carbs. So when you're trying to go keto, coffee for you is typically just black coffee. No sugar, just black. Uh, unless you can find some sort of keto sugar additive, which I'm sure there's some out there. I've actually heard of some tablets that do that. Uh, but this seems a, like a really nice way to remove a little bit of that edge off your coffee, especially if you're doing the keto diet. Anyway. Thanks for sticking around to the end of the Brew of the Day podcast. As always, I've been your host, Jake Cologne. Thanks for listening.